Welcome back to Me'afei Liora, the Shir series in which we derive Chizik from the Parsha Shavua, spreading the light of Torah during these dark times. And here at the database with Rabbi Shavu Eisenberg, this week's Parsha's Parsha's B'Shalach, a Parsha that is filled with Chizik as we consider the many ways in which Parsha's B'Shalach is a Parsha of Emuna and Bitachon, faith, stability, and trust in Hashem. We learn so much about the concept of Yeshua Hashem, of the salvation of Hashem, which we know can come, Keherafayin, at the blink of an eye, so much to be said when we consider the concept of Melchama as Klaistral is relating to it now. So we're no strangers to that concept in Parsha Spashach as we think about the beginning of the Parsha, the Mitzrim um, drowning at Kriyas Yamsuf when they targeted us. And of course, at the end of the Parsha, we have Amalek and Baruch Hashem, we get to see the defeat of both the Mitzrim and Amalek in our Parsha. Um, however, I wanted to focus on a topic that is seemingly more mundane, and that is the topic of the Mun, no pun intended. Um, of course, we know that the Mun was something that was miraculous. However, it has much less to do with the concept of battle, has more to do with, you know, the day-to-day life, getting the food when we need it. And of course, um, the center of the Parsha, of Parsha's B'Shalach, a Parsha that has so much in terms of Yeshua Hashem and the um, the excitement and climactic nature of war, and yet in the middle, which in many ways is perhaps the fulcrum of the Parsha, we have the Mun, which on the one hand, yes, was a miracle, but on the other hand, it was also the new routine for Klal It started with a miracle, something that they had never seen before, and yet it's something that would be with them for the next 40 years. It became the new norm. And so how to relate to the Parsha of Mun in a way that is um, that is meaningful for, you know, for us, Klal today, and of course in their times to consider how they had to live with miracles and still be able to appreciate it, I wanted to focus on one particular um, pairing of Psukim that we find that I think um, ha- I mean, it fits and aliens with the theme that we've been dealing with in Me'afei Liliora, um, as you'll see very soon how that is, but also I think it actually provides us um, not just chizik, but a sense of direction in how we um, communicate with Hashem and how Hashem communicates with us. The psukim that I want to focus on um, up here in Parsha Saman, the Parsha of the Mun in the center of the Parsha, after Klai Israel issues their complaint to Moshe and Aaron that they need the food, so they actually make a few requests, some, um, or maybe we can say demands. Um, but the, the main thing that we perhaps recall them asking for is bread. Where are they going to find food out in the Midbar? Um, but uh, perhaps um, the other request that you're familiar with is that they wanted meat, right? So we find in the response, Vayomer Moshe ve'aron al kol b'nei Yisrael. So Moshe and Aaron respond to the b'nei Yisrael, and they say as follows. This is in Perak Tazayim Pasuk Vav. Erev vidatem ki Hashem At the evening, the evening will arrive, and you will know that Hashem is the one that brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, Pasuk Zion, Uvoker, and the morning will come, Re'isem eskvod Hashem, and you will see the kavod, the glory, the honor of Hashem, Bishamo estlinoseichem, when in fact he has heard your complaints, al Hashem, which were against Hashem, v'nachnuman, us, what are we, ki salino what are we that you complain against us? So you might have noticed that there is a parallel in these two psukim. 
Moshe Naram begin by saying, it'll be Erev, the evening. The evening you will know that Hashem brought you out of Mitzrayim. Uvoker, the next Pasuk in the morning. Um, the morning will come and then you're going to see the honor of Hashem, realizing that you've complained against Him and well, it wasn't worth it for, us, for you to complain against us. Now, Rashi picks up on this parallel, this parallelism between the, um, the what's going to happen during the Erev and what's going to happen in the Boker, what's going to happen in the Erev in the evening. So in the evening, you're going to know. You're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim. What's going to be in the Boker? In the Boker, or Hashem, you're going to see the honor of Hashem. So what exactly is the connection between what's going to take place in the Erev and what's going to take place in the Boker? What's going to take place in the evening and what will eventually take place in the morning? So we go to Rashi. Rashi says, You're going to know that Hashem has brought you out of Mitzrayim. Says Rashi, Because you've been saying that we took you out, we brought you forth. Teidu realized Kilo Anachnamotsiam. It wasn't us that took you out. It wasn't we. Ella Hashem Otsiaschem. Hashem is the one that is taking you out. Shayagiz Lachemes Haslav, as he is the one that's going to bring forth for you the quail. The, the this is the to respond to the meat that you've requested. Next Pasuk, Uvoker Isem, and in the morning you're going to see. Now this says Rashi, you just know this is not referring to what's going to appear in a, in a few Pesukim in Pesuk Yud, where the Pesuk says, It's not talking about the, where the Pesuk says that the honor of Hashem, the glory of Hashem appeared in the cloud. No, it's not what it's talking about. It's talking about something else entirely. And here's where Rashi puts the two Pesukim together. Before we said that... Um, that, that which you're going to know that Hashem brought you out of Mitzrayim is to say that you thought it was us, you thought we did it, and of course we didn't. This was all part of Hashem's plan. Here Rashi's going to add um, a, new, a new component. Says Rashi, In the evening, you're going to know that Hashem has the wherewithal, He has the ability and the capacity within His control and in His hand to give you and to fulfill your desire. He's going to give you the meat, as Rashi pointed out earlier. However, ach, however, not with a, an illuminated countenance, not with a smile on his face, as it were. Will Hashem give it to you? Why? Because you didn't ask for it appropriately. You asked for it in an inappropriate way. In fact, the whole request was an inappropriate request. Why so umi Because after all, your stomachs are full with meat, and um, there's, um, some of Farshim also point out that they already had plenty of animals during that time. So this was an inappropriate request. It was an inappropriate demand. It was impolite. It was rude, and it was just not asked for in the appropriate way. Yes, Hashem will give it to you. You're going to be able to know that Hashem has the power to do it. And there's just like Hashem is giving you the quail now. He was also the one that took you out of Mitzrayim, even though you're not being grateful about it. But at the end of the day, you will know. In the evening, you will know at evening time that Hashem is the one that took you out. That is what Moshe and Aaron say at this point. No, you didn't ask for it in the right way. You will get it. You will see that Hashem has given it to you. But it won't be in the most convenient way. It won't be in the most loving way. You will get what you want, but you will not get it in the way that you would like it. 
continues Rashi, However, the bread that you asked for, which was something that you in fact did need, it was an appropriate request. It was the right thing to, to want bread. So when it comes down in the morning, you are going to see, and you're not going to just know, you're not going to just know in your minds intellectually that Hashem has the wherewithal, but you're going to see the glory of the light of His face. You're going to see the smile of Hashem. You're going to see a radiant and illuminated countenance. You're going to see Hashem's light. He's going to make it descend for you in a way of affection. Babokir in the morning. You're going to have the time to prepare it. There's going to be do above it, do below it. Like it's placed in a box, as the Gemara in Yom Dafai and Hay explains. It's going to be packaged beautifully for you. It's going to come at a convenient time. It's not going to come at the evening time. When it's inconvenient, you're going to have it exactly the way you need it. So once again, on the one hand, in the evening, you're going to know. You're going to know that Hashem is the one that has the power. And in the morning, you're going to actually have the source of seeing the glory of Hashem, not just to know, not just to believe, but you will see and you will be able to bask in the glory of Hashem's smile. And I believe that Rashi is telling us something so powerful and profound about how, again, we communicate with Hashem and how Hashem responds in kind. Right, there were two requests, or perhaps two demands, and one was inappropriate and one was appropriate. And says the Psukim and says Rashi, there's a way that Hashem will respond, and Hashem will respond to both demands. And in fact, in both responses, Hashem will give us literally exactly what we asked for. But one of them is going to come in a pleasant way, and one's going to come in an unpleasant way. Hashem is going to give us what we need, Hashem is going to provide for us our food, one of the foods will be with a smile and one will be without a smile. Hashem is our Father, and He's going to be there for us. He's going to support us in our time of need. But the question is when He does so, is He going to do it with a smile? Is He going to be smiling at us with that shining light? Or is He going to do it reluctantly? Is He just going to do it just to demonstrate to us that He's there for us, even though we didn't appreciate Him? And how Hashem communicates with us depends entirely on how and really what, but more importantly, I would say perhaps how, we communicate with Him. What are our priorities? Are we communicating them in the appropriate way? Are we communicating even the right message? What are we asking Hashem for? What do we want from Him? Is it an appropriate request, and are we requesting it appropriately? Is Hashem going to respond in the Erev, or is He going to respond in the Boker? Is He going to respond intellectually and answer our request, make himself known to us, but not really show us his glory, not really show us the smile. That's really up to us. But we are always communicating with Hashem, and Hashem is always communicating back with us. There's a lahagid baboker chastecha, and there's v'yamunas chabalelos. There are times where Hashem will give us what we need, but we're not going to see that smile. It's going to be the nighttime, and we just have to have faith and believe in Hashem instead of challenging Him. And then we'll be zochet to be able to relate His goodness, His kindness during the daytime. There's the tzara of Yagonensa over Shem Hashem Ekra. We call upon the name of Hashem even when we are in times of distress. And when that's chos, we should be zochet to the kos Yeshua's of Hashem Hashem Ekra, that we raise the cup of Hashem's Yeshua's salvations and then call out the name of Hashem. Hashem is there all along. And Hashem always wants to show Himself to us. Hashem wants to be there for us. But Hashem much more desires to be smiling at us and show us that light than to 
to give to us in a begrudging way, as a father always wants to be able to smile at his child. But the question is, how is the child going to ask? Are we going to communicate the right things? Are we going to communicate it in an appropriate way? When we daven to Hashem, how are we davening to Him? What are we davening for and how are we asking for it? Do we already believe that Hashem can give us what we need? That we will not require Hashem to show us it? But just require the one missing ingredient, the kavod, the honor, His own glory, showing us in an open way, that smile, we have so much to daven for, and we should be careful and word our davening properly and carefully, and do so with a heart and a mind that is open to see the kavod Hashem, that, that the kavod of Hashem's or the light of Hashem's glory, we should be zochet to see it very, very soon. This year is dedicated to the Nishmasim, also dedicated to the Nishmasim, the Matzah that they are in now. All of the hostages should be returned home, should have any members of Knesset Yisrael that were injured in the Milchama, wounded in any which way, should also have all of those who have fallen from Knesset Yisrael in this Milchama should experience a new for their Neshama, Hashem should take Nekama for their dam. And of course, and all of us should experience that Gula to be able to see the light of that Gula if you enjoyed this share and others like it on the podcast, you want to partner with us with the sponsorship. Or if, if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you can find links to every uploaded share or links to share that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. It's the database, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Till next time, thank you for joining us here at the database.